Welcome to Off the Beaten Path But Not Lost with the Fayolas. Where we invite your family to join our family as we talk about the RV lifestyle. I'm Kristen, mom of two little kiddos, Kylie and Lexi. I'm Kylie, I'm eight years old and I love horses. I'm Lexi and I'm five and I like chips and salsa. And I'm Tony, I'm the dad around here, the pilot and the RV tech. We're We're the the Fayolas! This is the first official podcast. Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> Today we are going to talk about Utah, which was my favorite state so far, to be honest. I loved all the trails that were everywhere, and I loved the big blue sky. Kylie, what did you love about Utah? I loved the mountains and Arches National Park. Lexi, what did you love? My my favorite thing in in Utah was Gemini Bridges. Did you do that with Daddy? Yes. Yeah. What was your favorite part about that trail? There was a hike, a small hike at the end, and I got to sit in the front seat. That was cool. Tony, what was your favorite part of Utah? Of course, I loved the Jeep trails, and I loved the national parks, but the scenery mainly. It was pretty epic, that's for sure. Yep. And we were in Utah in October and November, and the weather was nice, but it, it got pretty cold at night. How cold did it get? It got well below freezing almost every night we were there. Yeah, it was cold. I'm not sure that that was the best best time to go. What do you think the best time would be? I'd say maybe uh, earlier October. I think we were there towards the end of October and November, maybe September early October, or I've seen the spring, but I think that time in October was nice. Yeah, we'll know for sure when we go back here in a little bit um, how the spring is. I'm excited for that. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you know the best time to go to Utah, or if you just know any cool things to do in Utah, go ahead and let us know. We're actually going to make a show notes page on our blog, thefailas.com forward slash one. So this is the first podcast. Again, that's thefailas.com forward slash one. And let us know the best time to go and things that we should see. Let's start when we first drove into Utah. Yeah, we started in Rock Springs, Wyoming, where we were boondocking. And uh, we headed south on US 191 rather than taking the Interstate 80, which would have been a similar time. Wait a second here. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. There was another route we could have taken? Yeah, it was longer. You said same time. It was similar. <laughs> we was had like another route longer. we could have taken? Yeah. Well, let's talk about this after the podcast. <laughs> so instead of taking the easy route, what Tony is saying is he drove me through these crazy hills that were, he says some elevation, but it was actually pretty high, I think. And it was extremely windy. So our RV was moving all over the place. We have an A-class, so the window is right there and you... The driver and the passenger can, like, see right over the edge. (laughs) So I was paranoid, freaking out, gasping every couple minutes. Um, 40 mile per hour winds. Yeah. So Tony was like, listen, you got to stop gasping. And I'm like, pull over and (laughs) separate. So we separated. 
uh, not officially, just our vehicles. <laughs> and uh, we moved the car seats to the Jeep and uh, the dogs and the kids and me. Uh, it was so windy. He, you had to carry the kids yeah. back because it was so windy. It was, it was crazy. I remember the door opening the RV door and it flew open and slammed against the RV. Yeah. Because it was so windy. It was really windy. So after we switched, it actually was not bad, to be honest. We drove ahead. The kids and I drove ahead in the Jeep. And I followed. They got far, far enough ahead to where I really couldn't see them. I was just trying to take my time going down the hill. And we drove over the Flaming Gorge Dam, which was gorgeous. Oh and my right gosh, after that, so there pretty. is a turnoff or like a scenic overlook that you should stop at. If you ever get there, you should check it out. I just want to say a quick little joke. What did the sunset say to the gorge? What? You are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, here's a tip for that area. Definitely have a GoPro or something running, unless you have a passenger separate where they can they can hold a camera. That's not freaking out. That's not freaking out because it was so pretty. It was so pretty. I wanted to pull over many times. I was nervous to pull over because I didn't want Tony to think that I wanted him for something. Uh, and then he would pull over as well. I just wanted to get through there. At that point, I was like stressing out. Um, but it was so pretty. Every f- two minutes, I was telling the kids to look out the window. So the mountain is on the left, and we have uh, this gorgeous view on the right. And every t- time we turn around the mountain, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's so pretty through here. Yeah, because at this point, we really haven't done a lot of big mountain driving. We've, we did Black Hills and that stuff, and the, which is gorgeous and all that. But we haven't really experienced real mountains yet until mm-hmm. Utah. So also we, hadn't driven any mountain passes yet. Yeah. Real mountain passes. Yeah. So we get through that first mountain, uh, which is the one that we knew about. And that one was the scary one and everything. So we're driving, and it's starting to get a little darker. And then I'm way ahead of Tony. I call him. I'm all excited that we lived through our first mountain pass. And no more of that today. We won't go this way ever yeah. again. And we calm down, and, you know, we still continue to drive. And then all of a sudden, I feel like we're going up, and my car elevation says it's going up, and all of a sudden, there's a sign that says, put on your chains, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I was not aware of this this one. <laughs> yeah, the first mountain pass, there was plenty of, like, forewarning. There were signs about it, this and that. I think the first mountain pass was 8,000 feet, right, in, right around there, which was, it's a pretty decent mountain. And then, like, I'm in the RV by myself, and I'm just kind of going slowly, increasing. I can tell we're, you know, the RV's, like, going at a a slower pace. I'm like, wow, we're really climbing here. I get to the summit, 9,100 feet or something like that. (laughs) I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah, and, like, let's back up a little bit. This this was really pretty. There's two mountains like on either side, if I remember right. And we're, you're driving through like a valley at first. It's so cool. There's cattle spaces for cattle. And so just to note here, I mean, cattle trucks must go on this as well to pick up this cattle. I can't imagine that because it was scary. So then as you start increasing in elevation and you go up this mountain and it's much scarier than the other one. There's, there's, I don't think there was any guardrails on the driver's side is the cliff and i mean on the other side of the you know whatever oncoming traffic would be on that side Mm -hmm. but there was really nowhere to pull off for trucks because the mountain was right there on the right it was that was really scary yeah it's like a two-lane road 
Yeah, and I remember going around a couple turns, like, oh my gosh, I hope Tony knows how, how steep this is right here. I would soon find out. <laughs> you go around the turn before you realize it. But that was a pretty serious grade. The second mountain, going up over 9,000 feet, there were plenty of um, signs on the downside saying, you know, check your brakes, yada, yada. There's a, there, at one point, there might have been a... I don't think on the second one there was a runaway truck thing. The first one there for sure was. I don't like, think there was a spot for it because no. you had the mountain on the right and then the cliff on the left. Yeah. And actually it switched at one time because as we were getting down closer, like about halfway down it, it switched through and the drop-off was on the passenger side. So I remember that coming around a big curve you could see for miles and miles. Also, trying not to ride the brakes too hard to – to get them too hot, I could already smell them. That's the first time I actually used my brakes hard enough to where I could smell them, which is, you know, not great. But that's that's scary. Yeah, Eek. I could only imagine if you would have been in the RV with me. Yeah, I'm so so thankful that we separated for sure because that was terrifying. Yeah. So we get down after that pass, and I call him again and say. Oh my gosh, did you know we were going through that? <laughs> like, I thought he knew about it and he wasn't telling me. Which, in the beginning of this conversation, you know he does that because apparently there was another route that we could have taken. <laughs> I did not forget that. We will be talking about it after this podcast. After we got through that second pass, it's now dark. Uh, and now we need to look for our harvest host. And I'm leading the way with the map and the directions that I gave Tony. Um, and that was... That was a little bit of an adventure going to our first harvest house, but we don't really need to talk about that. We could just. Oh, we absolutely need to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm following my wife who's following her GPS and we turn off of a main road uh, into what looks like kind of a subdivision. Yeah. It was was very tight. I actually. Narrow road. Yeah. I actually radioed you and was like, uh, it's really tight through here. So be, be careful if you, if you didn't miss that road back there, you might want to turn on that road, not this road. Cause it's really tight. But I just thought that was really weird that we were driving to this and it was so tight back there. And I mean, I'm sure he gets other RVs. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't be the first RV that's ever driven down this road, but it seemed like it. <laughs> yeah. So we get to the spot, which is gated. And, yep. and we call him, and he says, oh, you're at my house. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So apparently I pulled the wrong address, and we just took a little detour. He, he gave us the right directions. and Yeah, we um, had neighbors coming out. Tony had to do some, like, five-point turns. I looked like Austin Powers in an <laughs> RV turning around in a very tight hallway. But we got out of there and got the right directions, drove to the place, and the drive was really cool. And then things opened up and then all of a sudden we're in the middle of nowhere with big open land (laughs) and lots of stars, lots of stars. So it looked pretty remarkable going out there. And then, you know, we didn't, once we got to the spot, we knew right where we were supposed to go. We pull in and, and set up and we could barely see anything because it's pitch black there. So we just could see some like shadows, but there's a lot of cool things set up, but we decided to just, you know, wrap it up for the night. I think we ate some food and then went to bed. Yeah. We're surprised in the morning when we woke up. It's called Hiawatha Hideout. It's a really cool place. It's a cattle ranch. And supposedly there's some history like uh, Butch Cassidy and his wild bunch supposedly hid out there. 
That's really cool, actually. We we will link to the place in our show notes um, so you can see what we're talking about. And again, those show notes will be at thefeolas.com slash one. You definitely have to check it out. There's a lot of really cool stuff there, like... Animals. Exactly. Animals. Lexi, what kind of animals are there? A mini horse and a donkey. Yeah, you like that little horse, didn't you? You wanted to ride the little horse. (laughs) (laughs) Could you just see Lexi riding around on a little horse? Kylie, what were the other ones? The owner's horse and a mule. Yep. Yeah, mule, which... I didn't know it was a mule, but I heard it doing its making its noise, and it didn't sound like a horse. It sounded like it was broken. Yeah. Come to find out, it was a mule, not a horse. Can you make that? Can you make that sound? I can't reproduce that sound. Kylie. No. A <laughs> mule. Yeah, let me hear the mule. I can't, I don't know what, what a mule says. What a mule says. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was interesting uh first we when we first got there it was dark and so we didn't we only heard the animals and And you couldn't hear they weren't making any animal noises they were just kind of like shuffling around and stuff so in the pitch black you could hear things out in the dark we couldn't see anything and every once in a while you heard the mule make his noise which was which was interesting yeah and it was Lexi's birthday, so we decided to stay an extra night, and then we paid for horseback riding. And it was so fun. It was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Lexi, do you remember your horse's name? Yes, Pepper. Pepper. And what was the other horse's name? My, um, my cowboy's horse. Yeah. Um, Beaver. Beaver. <laughs> it really is. It really was. I don't remember that at all. Are you sure his name was Beaver? Yes. Funny story. They actually don't remember the cowboy's name. I don't know. They just call him my cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie, what was your, what was your horse's name? The one I was riding on was cow cowboy, and the other the my cowboy was riding buck, yeah. and he was like tan like a buck. Yeah, you got you got to go on a trail ride, which was all around. At first, I thought he was just going to go that area, but no, you, he took you away from us. We couldn't see you anymore. Yeah, they went out of sight for quite a while, riding around. Yep, and then you came back and got to ride around in the pin. You changed horses, right? Mm-hmm. And when the guy put a uh, cowboy in the thing, he's like neighing for me. He likes me because <laughs> he's used to being around kids. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, Lex? And my cowboy's saddle, um, he he said he got it yesterday. He was winning like a, a race. Yeah, he won it in a competition, right? That's awesome. I love that you remember all those little details. Pretty cool. Those were real, real cowboys. And then after uh, after you rode around in the pen, Kylie's like, can I rock? Can we go on another trail ride? And, of course, they could never tell you guys no because you guys were so cute. So... He said yes, and you got to go for another trail ride. It was really cool, right? Mm-hmm. Kylie's cowboy, he had a popped tire on his horse trailer. My cowboy visited him, and they used his trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they were a little late. And I was like, oh, we know they could be here. Yeah, the girls were getting nervous. Lexi was really nervous to ride the horse at first, but then yeah, she, she warmed she right up. Like, right, Lex? Her belly hurt. 
and and I wouldn't eat, and I felt like I was gonna throw up. Throw up. They also had some really cool Jeep trails on the property. The property was pretty big, and with a lot of different things on it. By the way, there's there was the sweat lodge and. Um, for the indigenous, they have some indigenous people that come out there and use it, which was really cool. But it was big. Pro- it was a big property. How many hundreds of acres? Yeah, hundreds of acres, and they had jeep trails on it. It's kind of down into like a valley, and as you're driving along the trail, uh, it's nothing extreme or anything because they actually take other vehicles down there. Um, you go past a, a what they call the sheep camp, which is where a, like a little camp that you can rent out. Um, and then you get you. There's a couple river crossings, small river crossings that you can do. And then you get to this uh, old historic building, which is very rundown. It's probably like 150 years old. Um, it's part of an old railroad area that was there, and it was a hotel slash brothel. Yeah, it was really cool. It wasn't made out of wood, right? No, so it it's like, like stone. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really... like an old, old stone building. No roof or anything, but you could see some of the wood that, you know, original wood was still there. But, yeah, it's just, it was a really cool experience, that whole area. And just being able to, he, the owner, like, literally told us, just go out and drive around and, and check it out. And he told us a couple of places that we wanted to look at, like that building. And we left the property for, at one point. There was, like, a, a lot of oil activity, like pump jacks out there. And uh, we could have kept going further. I wasn't sure. There was at one point we came to a gate. I wasn't sure if it was their property or not, so we turned around. But we were out there for a few hours. Yeah, we saw some old cans at one point, which is really cool, like old rusty cans from. And they have a lot of glass, like old. Yeah, from glass. the it's all that stuff's from the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. That's it's really cool. It's I mean you can tell that it's really old, and we saw a skull. Oh yeah, and I think I, I I I probably saw a bobcat while we were out there. No one else saw it, just Tony. Just me, and it was very brief. <laughs> but maybe it was just in my head because the owner and the owner's son and stuff were talking to us, and they said that some people who were staying out there at that other camp or whatever said they saw a bobcat, and they're worried about it because the bobcat can attack their mini horse and their donkey. Yeah, and so they just, took um they yeah. took the mini horse that night just yep. to be safe. But it's definitely cool. We'll have it linked in the show notes. I would highly recommend them checking them out. After we left the Harvest House, we stayed at the state park. Yeah, it was a mill site state park in Farron, which we actually stopped at a state park before that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we we got there and we started to set up and then we had to, I don't know if it was a service issue, like a cell service or internet thing. We ended up leaving. You had to pay for each kid or something. It was something. (laughs) And I knew this other spot was right down the road. Yeah, it was enough to make us leave right away. But I'm so glad that we switched spots. Yeah, the first spot was nothing special either. So it wasn't like holding us there. Yeah, we went to Millsite State Park on, it's like on a big reservoir and it's like at the right at the bottom of a base or the opening of a canyon, which was amazing. Like, just the views, you know. We're still trying to get over the the views in Utah. Yeah, everything there was so gorgeous. And it was almost, like, breathtaking every time you went around a new corner or new cliff or new mountain. You were, like, taken back. Like, yeah, wow. it's like 
every time we went to every time we went somewhere like in the jeep or just a trail or whatever we literally both were just like dang look yeah. at that it was like look at that look at that over and over yeah it was it was really cool and that place was neat it was at the so you had like these mountain like you kind of rode down into a mountain or something right so at first when we first went into it i was like oh this is kind of this might not be very cool because it was just like brown yeah (laughs) um but then you break out of the mountain a little bit and then it's just really pretty because there's the water and green like you see green around those trees there yep yeah you can actually drive down uh take a little trail down to like part of the lake bed that's dried up yeah we also did a jeep trail a couple jeep trails over there but one of them was really cool it was out it was scary it was out on a cliff with nothing on the side. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like basically at the at the bottom of this canyon is where the, your campground is. If you take the trail into the canyon, it's called Farron Canyon. Then you start climbing up and you take like a, what they call a shelf road, which is like a forest road or like a just a dirt gravel road. It's very narrow and there's no guardrails or anything. So it's, it's like mountain on one side and cliff on the other side. And Honestly, like if it was a one-way road and you could only go one way on it, it wouldn't be as scary to me because I know you can handle it and I'm not on the cliff side, so I was fine. What scared me is number one, we had to come back and then I would be on the cliff side. But number two is if a car is coming, like what do you, what do you do when a car comes? Like one of you are going to have to back up. Yeah. Somebody has to make way. I know you like to be nice and (laughs) so it'd probably be us, which would freak me out. But yeah, it was that was a really cool campground. We stayed there for how long did we stay there for? I think about a week. We weren't going to stay that long. We ended up staying yeah, a few there wasn't, extra days. There was not full hookup there. Or there was there full hookup, no. but there was only a few. There was electric and water and then you, they had a dump station, so basically like halfway through we had to move we'd, we went up and took care of that and then then we ended up switching spots too. And the second spot was way cooler. Yeah. I think they did have a couple places, though, that were full hookup, if I remember right. It's just you had to, um, they were all taken. And we carved pumpkins and stuff there. That was around Halloween. It was right before Halloween because we ended up moving. So we'll, we'll throw a couple pictures in there of our second spot. That was a really cool spot. The first spot was nothing special. It was right on the row. But um, when we moved, it was much cooler. We also did a really cool hike in that area to uh, some petroglyphs. It's called the Rochester Panel Rock Art. That was really fun. Yeah, that was fun. We You walk out on a mountainside kind of, right? And there's it's like, like a canyon. You're, yeah. on, you're on basically um, skirting the canyon on the top. There's a lot of rocks for the kids to play on. Mom to be scared about snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not too far out. How far out? It was like a perfect weather day. I think it was like 65 degrees or something and sunny. And it was like a legit hiking trail it was not like a paved or maintained trail it's just like a little goat trail yeah and it was about what a mile out yeah not too far um and there were some petroglyphs which were really really fun to see the kids thought that was really cool there's some there that look fake i think well there's some like bill and tina (laughs) but Uh, bill loves bill hearts (laughs) bill hearts tina (laughs) yeah but other than that, there's some cool ones. I mean, there's some alien-looking creatures, which definitely. there are even there are some uh, spots that people have carved their initials, and some of them are from like the 20s. Yeah, that's 
it'll say like 1926 or something like that which i mean it's still cool that it's it's there and it's it's in perfect condition even though the the uh petroglyphs are a few hundred years old yeah that's true that the parts that are like graffiti you know the most recent stuff are still really old because it's now a federal offense or state offense or something i mean you can get a ticket you can get fined yeah, it's, pr- it's protected yeah it's protected now do anything out there so most of the stuff there is from you know from the 20s or whatever but that was a lot of fun like it was and it was we did really a cool. lunch right out there we had backpacks and we took a bunch of food lunch food picnic food and then um there was a big huge flat rock that we just all we put all of our stuff out on and only ran into a, there was only a couple people out there yeah. while we were out there yeah, we will for sure link the Rochester panel rock art. We'll link that on the post. It's we have some pictures of that too. Yeah, we'll share some pictures and, and link it because it's definitely worth checking out if you're in the area. Definitely. I'd do it again. Mm-hmm. After Millsite State Park, we stayed in Ballard RV Park in Thompson Springs. We ended up staying there for two weeks. And that park was really cool. That had a lot of trails around it, but they had like the artwork. A short drive behind the RV park, you drive up a canyon and you see some uh, very old rock art. Petroglyphs. There's also a whole bunch of other things too out there that are really neat. There's a few trails behind the park. And then down the road, there is the dinosaur tracks. Do you remember the dinosaur tracks, girls? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the, there's like a prehistoric alligator slide. Yeah. There's like footprints and then its body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we there there's, there's like a whole bunch of gated things and a whole bunch of like different dinosaur footprints. The cool thing about that place is they had um, those displays that actually had the tra- dinosaurs. Remember, and it showed you say it oh, actually yeah. on the display it said. You know, like, this is the way this dinosaur was walking across this pond area or whatever it was. Yeah, it's like an interpretive sign. Yeah, and they had a few of them uh, all the way around. So you could really see. And then you look down at the tracks, and you can see the tracks going Mm -hmm. across. There was one that um, some kind of meat eater, I don't remember what kind it was, walked across. You could see those tracks. Do you remember that one, Lexi? A T-Rex. Was it a T-Rex? I don't know. Um, Maybe it was a T-Rex. I think it was smaller than a T-Rex, but something similar. Some type of T-Rex with the horns. Carnotaurus? Yes, a Carnotaurus is smaller than a T-Rex, so it might be a, a Carnotaurus. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool place. And then after there, where'd we go see dinosaur tracks? Uh, we went on like a cliff. Oh, not like a high cliff, but like a small. Oh, that's the that's called the Bone Trail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually called it's the Bone It's literally called there the Bone go. Trail, where you see fossils. Uh yeah, if you look at the Mill Canyon Dino Track, it's right off of US 191. And we'll link anything we can link in the show notes. But that place was really cool. There's just a really short hike, and then you walk along a ledge, and you get to see the different dinosaurs. And they have mm-hmm. them pointed out, so you can see them all. And there's, like, signs for each one. Yep. It has, like, it shows, like, the skeleton of the dinosaur, and then it, like, darkens the the bone that it is. But in the rock itself, the dinosaur bones are a purpley bluish color, so you can tell the difference. And in that area, um, all over the place, there's different sites for uh, dino tracks. There's a there's a few of them that we didn't even make it to. What? <laughs> <laughs> there was another one right behind the campground, uh, that trail that 
went out. And when you check into that campground, they give you a list of different places you can go with GPS coordinates. And there was one we went to that we had to walk out, and it was freezing cold. Yeah, like my hands were like bitter frost pretty much. (laughs) We walked out into this little area, and remember there was like footprints. We were supposed to see eggs there, but they looked like cannonballs. (laughs) Yeah, there was just some sort of rock formation that they called dino eggs. Still fun. It was fun to find because it... We were just I think they were dino eggs because I did see some dino footprints right next to it. Yeah, there were dino prints there. It might have been like a big apatosaurus or something. They like lay um, golf ball eggs. While we were staying at Ballard, we also went to Arches for Halloween. Do you remember that? Yes. yes. It was so much fun. Yeah. What was so much fun about it? Went there at night, and we were still in our costumes, and we took photos with the moon and stuff. This was during COVID, and everything that was a Halloween activity was canceled. Uh, So there was really nothing to do. So we decided we would do something a little different, something that we could remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, The girls dressed up in their costumes and wore them all day. (laughs) We went into arches during the day and hung out, uh, climbed up some arches. In, in your costume, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we left, had dinner, uh, and then came back at nighttime and took some pictures. Lexi was a witch, right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, I had a dress, a skeleton, and like gloves. Um, and I was a skeleton, though. And a mask. And mask, and yep. all of my things were like skeleton-y. We also walked out on, like, a trail to an arch, but we, like, stopped in the middle of it, and we, like, played. Lexi had a broom, which lit up because she was a witch. It lit up, and it and it was, like, we, like, swirled it around, and Dad took photos, and it looked like there was, like, a ball around her and stuff. The best part about Ballard and the next spot that we're going to talk about, the boondocking spot, was all the Jeep trails. There were a lot of Jeep trails in that area that we enjoyed a lot. Mm-hmm. There was fins and things, which is like one on one section of it. We went on like a kind of like a sperm whale's head kind of rock. <laughs> of course, I don't remember that one. <laughs> it was like bulpy. That was the fin, right? Those were considered yeah. the fins. Slick rock. Yeah, it's slick rock, hilly mm-hmm. type stuff. Yeah. And we had to, uh, and that, and we watched that car go straight down it. We went straight down it, right? Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. So that is ranked what thirty or something, or I don't. I think they all have different ratings, but for Jeep trails, uh, I, I mean, I, everybody has their own little rating system, but I would say it's probably like a moderate difficulty. Yeah, you. I think you need to be lifted a little yeah, bit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't or just take clearance. your Civic out there or anything. So there was a section of the trail where there was this this pretty big hill and there was a lot of rocks on the hill and you had to kind of turn sideways and then go down this steep hill and it was terrifying. And so Kylie and I got out and we went down the hill and at that point I was thinking to myself, this is really bad. Like we can't go backwards and and leave this because it's getting dark again because we are awful at this (laughs) and it's always getting dark uh so we couldn't go backwards and there was a long ways to go back so there was no way to go back we had to get down this hill and there was no way that I was going to be able to spot you so (laughs) I was terrified (laughs) and then a couple trucks were like coming 
behind and and it was like like ah. it was just it was probably like the max of my ability at the time like in a stock jeep with the skill set that i have for off-roading it was just very intimidating because it was like a it was basically like a downhill s-curve filled with boulders and holes yeah. and sand all over the rock so it was super slippery mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things like you just have to you basically just once you start that's it you just have to go for it and after i looked i i got in and out of the jeep like three times trying <laughs> to pick my line to see where i was gonna go and like the last time i could hear people coming and i was so glad that I had somebody that hopefully knew what they were doing, like to spot me down. I was using mom's Coke bottle and my water bottle to like, like steering wheel or something. (laughs) I am so glad we did that trail. That is probably one of my favorite trails. That was really fun. The other, some of the other trails we did was Schaefer trail that led into the Canyon lands. That was scary with the switchbacks. Yeah. There's like, I think like a dozen switchbacks or something going up. Down. The one where dad let go of the brakes and you screamed to death. <laughs> the other trails, Gemini Bridges. You want to tell us about it, Lex? So tell us about the trail first. It was super bumpy. It was very bumpy. But you got to ride in the front seat with daddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the best part for her. So back up, Tony and Kyle, Lexi did this on their own. Yeah. Kylie and I stayed home. Sean and Allie went with us and uh at a bumpy parking lot it wasn't like a store parking lot it was like a rock parking lot yeah it wasn't it was just part of the trail it was a really wide open um section of slick rock where we could just park yeah and i was like climbing digging in dirt throwing big rocks (laughs) (laughs) and what was so cool about gemini bridges we got to go on a little trail with, like, rocks stacked up. Yeah, like a hike. And then what? How many bridges were there? Two. Two bridges? Mini. Not many. Not many. Not many. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge arches right next to each other. Yeah, but they're... Twins? Twins, yes, twins. After Gemini Bridges, we followed Sean and Allie back to their RV and they gave us a quick little tour of their renovated rig. They showed us their two cats, which was Nala and Simba. Yeah. And one was gray, black, gray and black. And the other one was orange, white. Yeah. Orange and white. And they were cute, right? That's all you yeah. remember about that whole thing. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to give Arches National Park a few more minutes. Because that was a really cool park. There was a lot of really neat sections in there that I enjoyed. And we went back to that park multiple times. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, so pretty there. Uh, I liked all of the arches and they're like reddish, orange, like brown, red, orange. Yeah, do you remember we walked up to, we we didn't take the long hike, but we took like this, I don't know, side hike to uh, Delicate Arch. You could see that. Remember? You and... Lexi and I? Didn't we see that really big one? Oh, that was a different one. I think that was called... Wasn't that one at night? Skyline Arch. Yeah, that one was pretty massive. That was a fun little no hike. No wonder they call it Skyline. Yeah, that, that park is really neat. I liked the part where they had all those things. What are those things called, Kylie? Pinnacles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the pinnacles. I, I that, What was that area called? 
fiery furnace, I believe. To me, they kind of look like giant um, stalag- stalagmites. Yeah. <laughs> and there's even a couple Jeep trails that go in and out of arches that we found. Those are fun. But yeah, all the rock formations, the arches. We didn't even get to do like a lot of good hikes to some of them. Some of the most popular ones, like Delicate Arch. But when we go back, we'll definitely do that because that's something I want to do. The other thing about Arches was it was very busy. And that was in the middle of COVID and off season. And it was still really busy. So I can only imagine how busy that place gets uh, during popular time. I bet you spring and fall are probably the most popular times to go there just because of the weather. After Ballard RV Park, we boondocked in some BLM land. It was on US 191. It's just, it's right by the, um, like the Moab airport, actually. We boondocked right in there, and that was a really cool spot. We had an open spot that no (laughs) one was around us. We could just, like, let the dogs out without having to put them on a leash. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, Not so good because I was just, like, playing with the dogs, and then all of a sudden a pronghorn appears, and both dogs chase after it. (laughs) Dexter came back after Dad comes out. And that, but then Elsa just keeps chasing it. <laughs> For miles and miles, it seemed like. <laughs> Over a and hill. And Daddy had to go after her the whole way on foot. <laughs> By the time I got outside, when after Kylie came in screaming about Elsa running off after a pronghorn, I made my way around the backside of the RV to see her. And she was probably already, I'd say probably about like several hundred yards away, running at a full sprint after this pronghorn. And then they disappeared over a hill. So then I had and, to chase and, after. And then I, mom and I stayed back and I, and I ran back inside and jumped on into my bed and bawled my eyes out and came back out and then tried to running after them. It was scary. It was a scary moment. And then when she came back, she was limping a little. Yeah, she came and back she, on her own after we, you know, I was screaming for her for yeah, she's several like, minutes. Yeah, she daddy's going to hurt me. <laughs> and uh, she was limping. I assume she probably stepped on a, cactus. maybe a little cactus or something when she was running. And she was like, when she got into it, she was like panting for five hours. Because <laughs> she had to run full speed after a pronghorn. And didn't even come close to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but our friends, Sean and Allie, they were in that same area as well. The other cool thing about that spot is that it was free, and I really liked that. Uh, it was cl- it was between Ballard RV Park and Moab, so it was closer to Moab. Yeah, it was only about 20 minutes um, from Moab. And Moab, by the way, is a very boondocker and like camping-friendly. Most of all the places that we found, all the services are f- were free, you know, we get free water, free fresh water for drinking. Uh, we were able to clean our tanks and our RV for free. Uh, when we would go into town, we would do all that stuff. We got propane as well at a different place. That wasn't free. That was not free. <laughs> they don't give that away. But, uh, yeah, when we would go to get our water and clean our tanks, we would all shower in the parking lot of the gas station. So we'd be we'd make like an hour, hour and a half of it. Yep. <laughs> we'd all do our things and we'd do our tanks and get water do dishes. and do dishes <laughs> and go back to our spot. Yeah. No, and we sorry. and we didn't have any problems getting I mean they have many places to get water, many places to empty your tanks. Really cool location for sure. Highly recommend it for boondocking. Yeah, can't wait to go back. After we were done in the Moab area, we were headed towards Arizona, but right on the border, near the border, is a place called Valley of the Gods. 
It was so pretty. Uh, we did get there at nighttime, so we didn't know at night how pretty it was. I mean, you could kind of tell that there was like some, what are those rock sculpture, rock. Like rock formations. Yeah, rock formations. Buttes and stuff. But you couldn't really see anything. We got there at night. We found a really nice spot uh, and had no signal, zero cell phone coverage or internet coverage. And I did have to work, so we were not able to stay there, unfortunately. Uh, we got up early in the morning. It was a work day, and I wasn't even able to like call in and tell them that yes. <laughs> I was not coming on because there was zero coverage. So we had to get up extra early so that we could leave and get somewhere so I could tell my work that I was going to be late that day. But we wake up and the sun is coming up and the entire sky is pink. And there's these sculptures, like rock sculptures everywhere. And it was so... Formations. Yeah, formations, not sculpture. But it was so pretty. So we will definitely have to go back there when we don't have to worry about cell coverage. It's amazing, Aaron. And we only went in probably, I would say we went in less than a mile. And uh, just looking at the map after we were there... You can go in so much further, and just the, that whole area is just unbelievable. Yeah, even if you could just camp, I wouldn't want to go too much farther in RV with the RV. But parking the RV and then taking the Jeep would be cool, yeah. for sure. It was really pretty. We're, we, you're right in front of or where we found a spot. You're right in front of this dip. I don't know. Is that a valley? That's like a valley, yeah. It's just a really big, round valley. So it's not your normal valley between two mountains. It's, it was really big, round area. Almost looked like a huge crater <laughs> yeah. hit there. Um, and it was filled with trees and stuff, and it was really pretty. Yep. I was impressed. And that wraps up our trip in Utah. We were there for approximately a month and drove down the east side of the state. Yeah, mostly eastern. Yeah, and didn't really get to scratch even that surface. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to see for sure in Utah, and we cannot wait to go back. Yeah, we've got three more national parks to do. Plenty of other stuff that aren't, you know, not even national park stuff, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait to spend another month there. See you next time. Bye! And that wraps up our very first... <laughs> you don't have to yell. Maybe I should turn your mic down a smidge. <laughs> and after three weeks and 65 tries, <laughs> that wraps up our very first episode of Off the Beaten Path, But We're Not Lost. <laughs> oh, you had it good until you did that. <laughs>